See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Alright, we're all sugared up and ready to go. Hell yeah. Uh, some donuts and... Donuts other, and anger. And anger. <laughs> and sadness. <laughs> kinda. Alright. Hey everyone, this is Slow Robot to Go-Go. Big show number 177. My name's Mal. With me as always... Dr. Morbius. ...from Parts Unknown. And we're here to spread the love for various B through Z grade movies. Especially these two. Yes, this will be less spreading the love and more spreading the warnings, like don't ever see this and please <laughs> avoid at all costs and what were these idiots thinking. I, I, maybe. I, we had, hey, but, state. But, but, but you know what? Our first idiotic movie ended up making, did you look and see, did you see how much money this movie ended up making? No. Uh-uh. $30 million back in the 70s. It got that's re-released. like thirty million nowadays. No, that's it, like twenty-eight million nowadays. It, it got re-released four times. Believe oh it or not. Oh my god! Yes. Wow. Because of, because the 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 next arc of the storyline became very very popular. Oh yeah yeah in yeah. In the seventies. Yeah. But anyway, we're just teasing. That's why I was waiting for it to get to that story arc that never appeared. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. Okay, so what do we, what do we usually start by saying? Uh, what did you watch this week? So what did you watch this week? Well, as I told you before, I never watch anything on purpose. It usually happens accidentally. Right. So the other day, accidentally, I'm switching around. I watched PBS. Oh, my God, PBS, Public Broadcasting Did you give him the $40 for the tote? <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay, good. I gave him the finger. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, no, they're, they're, they're good, except for when they start begging, like, every two minutes. and For the tote money. They need to, you know, <laughs> you could have this new tote. Yeah, for, like, you know, I love the 60s show where it's like, hey, look, it's, you know, Paul Revere and the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And hey, you remember McGuin. those six snippets that we show every time about yeah. the 60s? Here they are again. Yeah, both of movies, cool? their movies are from the 60s, too. Anyway. Yes. Accidentally, I'm flipping around. I see like a documentary called American Masters, which is like a series of mm-hmm. documentaries, and it's on. Oh, uh oh, Johnny Carson, buddy, the oh, man, yeah? the wow. king, the king of late night television. Is he still alive? No, he passed away in 2005. Okay. I thought this was going to be in like an hour or something like that. This is like a two-hour documentary, and it was Ooh. very, very, very good. It was a, probably it, very thorough if it was two it hours. Was, it was very <laughs> thorough about how, like, he was some, like, you know, young Nebraska kid who's like was into magic and all this, and then he went to like, yes. you know, got into game shows, uh, and uh, from that, you know, like the the night show opened up. He didn't want to do it, but his wife pushed him into it, and like he became like. That's cool. Legendary. You know? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Did, did you did you watch uh, Johnny Carson back some. when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah some, night, you know. On weekends. Yeah, yeah, that Friday kind of night. stuff. It was, uh, he was very, his wit was very good. He was quick. He was funny, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's like, a lot of these guys get weird starts. Like, uh, Carlin, of course, was a weatherman for a couple of years. Was like, it really George Carlin? Because he used yeah, to do George, like Al Sleet, the hippy-dippy yeah, weatherman. No, George right? Carlin started out as a, as a weatherman on some... So did Letterman, I think. Some K who cares, you know. So did, uh, so did J- David Letterman. Because back then it was a little bit... I think there was a lot more local stuff 
a lot more local channels, a lot more things. Yes, that, 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 that's a big problem with the world. There's not enough local. And there's too nothing much local. Too much global and national, not enough local. Yeah. yeah. And Bay News 9 is on a loop of who cares. It's about well, yeah. eight minutes of content stretched out to <laughs> yeah, 30 yeah. minutes that they loop yeah, right. all day. And you're <laughs> like, oh, my God, I want to kill myself. Yeah, right. You know, so it's just like, okay. But, yeah. So yeah, that's a lot of those guys. Got he was, and, and every comedian that goes on there. I mean, partly because he gave them their big break or whatever. But they all talk about how like he was unique in the way that he would like get a bad joke and that would be like his best joke. You know what I mean? And he would just keep playing it. with it. Yeah, like he would play with it over and over. Like Letterman, I like because I liked Letterman a lot. I like early Letterman. When yeah, it was well, yeah, yeah. I don't. And <clears throat> when it was a weirder show before yeah. it became before he went to CBS and became like whatever. Yeah. You know? I I didn't I never watched a lot of any of the night shows. Oh, I used to. But enough that I know them. You know, I know I've seen them. I know their act. I know the the format kind of. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I used That's to cool. watch. It. I used to so, watch Letterman a lot, and uh, I remember there was one time I was watching the show and I was half asleep, and I'm watching it, and all of a sudden I kind of fall asleep. But when I wake up, their voices don't sound right. I go, Am I dreaming or something? And they they did a show where they were dubbed. I was like, can you, I mean, that to me is that's like, that's awesome. That's amazing that somebody would actually do that. You know, those days are gone. Well, at least from network television. Yeah, fun, like, I, funny, I you know. I don't watch any of the guys now, you know. They're just like, no, they're I okay, don't. but, you know, shallow comparisons to the real guys or whatever. So, anyway. And, and I, I also think that, ne- like, I don't, for some reason, although supposedly the internet is expanding everything and we're all like one big community and all this and that and the other thing. No one is really doing anything like out of the ordinary or like mm-hmm. they don't take any risks. Nothing, nothing takes any risks anymore. You know. To me, the internet uh, is one big mess where you just get buried somewhere, and unless you like, unless you like do something like infamously stupid. Yeah. If we got on here and spouted racial epithets or racial yeah. stuff, and then somebody heard it once, and we made the news because we we were hate mongers. Then we'd be famous for one week. You can you can get more, and that's it. You, you know. can you can on Facebook if you troll, or you get you can get more like you know like than you can you know. I mean, just being a real person, just see, being a dick. You know, it's the era of the dick. Yeah, see, I'd I've rather been like that for a while. But when I when I go to sleep at night and I close my eyes, you know, I judge myself, and if I'm one of those idiot losers, then uh, then I would be sad about myself. So yeah, that's true. I represent myself with honor and dignity, and I go to sleep every night just fine. Okay. Your turn. I'm done. <laughs> All right, cool. I watched two very opposite weird things. Again, for just whatever. I watched Scary Movie, which was one of the spoofs that really hit, was very funny, was one of the first Wayne Brothers endeavors into the spoof genre. That was the one that most people know. Yeah. Because it, it was based on that scream, and yeah, yeah, it was yeah, very yeah. funny. Very. Uh, I laughed a lot, you know. And, and even the... Well, no, not... I was going to say some of the bad spoof movies, you don't laugh a lot. But this one was, of course, good. Then I watched one. I just stumbled upon it. It's called All This Mayhem. And it was talking about the... uh, It was the skateboarders. It was like a documentary about skateboarders in the 80s when they were really blown up. Or their 90s. I mean, early 90s. And it was the two brothers from Australia. And they were... I can't remember their names now. And I'm very sorry, everyone. I should have looked it up first. It's following these two brothers from Australia, and they were really revolutionary. And it was always like them versus Tony Hawk, and then like they got into there was nonstop drugs. Like it was one of those documentaries where you're watching the end just rattle apart. Like you know, like the the best of where are they now banned stuff, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah, here yeah. we go. You you're just buckling up for that disaster, that train wreck. Well, that's what this was. You know, these are two very talented guys. We're like 
top of the game back when skateboarding was really it took the stuff that was cool from the 70s and then like amped it up with x games and all that kind of stuff where it was higher jumps higher craziness higher tricks sure and uh the one guy you know i guess killed his girlfriend or his girlfriend died under mysterious things because they were on heroin and and he killed himself and it's just what it was very odd you know lots of jail time lots of bad decisions you know (laughs) <laughs> so, but it was interesting because um, the one guy the one brother did seem to be doing okay you know he he went through some bad periods went through the coke and all that other stuff and he was doing all that same stuff but he kind of made it through that and now he's with a wife he has kids like he seems to be the it happy is. ending at the end of the horrible destruction but it was yeah. a very stark look into that you know and there was a lot of stuff in Tampa too because uh, there was a big Tampa uh, skate like warehouse thing that was big, and the, these brothers just showed up from Australia and just started living there in like bunk beds in the back. Wow! And all they did was skate all day, every day, just better and better and better. It was it was kind of cool, you know. And it was a very weird time. Um, the '90s for me, anyway, were that was a time when things were rolling. Like I got out of college. Sure. Um, first apartments, first houses, jobs, you kind of really buckle down and hit your steam, you know, and you're getting going. Yeah, yeah. So it's a different take on it. Like, uh, you know, 80s were carefree and young because I was doing lots of dumb mistakes and craziness. And then you buckle down because 90s were when you're rolling, you know. And sure. So it's just an interesting, interesting snapshot of that time. All right, let's go to some trailer breaks, and then when we come back... We're going to hit the 60s. Ooh. Eskimos seem nice. I think Eskimos are smug. Twitch of the Death Nerve. The first motion picture to require face-to-face warning. Every ticket holder must pass through the theater's final warning station. We must warn you face-to-face. Warning. Are you aware that Twitch of the Death Nerve contains scenes which may be the stimulus that initiates psychological shock. Warning! During scenes of intense shock, do not attempt to leave your seat. If necessary, close your eyes, but remain seated until you have regained your composure. Warning! There are 13 periods of intense shock. Dr. Frankenstein, maker of monsters, creates the most monstrous nightmare of all. Frankenstein and the Monster from Hell. Frankenstein and the Monster from Hell. From Paramount Pictures. Rated R. Under 17. Not admitted without Oh, come on. Label your streets like the rest of the country. And with bad comedians, a.k.a. us. Yes, All right. us, U.S. So, that was... Uh, Awesome. Now, what 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 do we what do we got today? What's our first? We've got two movies. Foray into the two 60s. movies of the hipsters of the '60s, kind of, sort of. Ugh. And I know you're gonna love this movie. Mm. You're gonna love it more than me. Oh yeah. <laughs> and this movie <laughs> is uh, considered not considered. It is the first of the Billy Jack movies, but it's called The Born Losers, made during the uh, glorious biker movie era of the mid '60s, which died like a year later. Yeah, from '65 to '66. That's that's the biker movie. Yeah, that was it. What um, 
when, now where does this fall in that? Like, was it the beginning, middle, end? What? This is the beginning. This okay. Is, this is when he introduced the character. According to what I read, he was trying to get him. He was always since the 50s trying to get a movie about like the bad treatment of the Native Americans. So he had this storyline, and finally, in a the drum 60s, we're still beating today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <Wow>. go ahead. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so um, he somehow he was an actor in movies. Like he wasn't a big name, but he had, he had roles in movies. Tom Laughlin, and uh, you know, he finally got together some money and made this movie independently. He ran out of money, couldn't finish the movie, so he showed what he had to AIP, of course, the uh, purveyors of teenage <laughs> angst and rebellion. And previously, filled. previously teenage fun on the beach, and now it's like teenage <laughs> angst and rebellion. You know, like about sixty percent of our movies are exactly. AIP. It probably exactly. is probably our life is AIP. You know, they are our uh, <laughs> yeah, role models. Exactly. They are role models. Teenage Frankenstein, teenage werewolf, you know, the glory stompers. They're all role models in life. But at Bravo. any rate, but at any way, um, so they ponied up the rest of the money and got the distribution and put the movie out and it kind of became a hit. And then, um, you know, a few years later, with the money he made, he he did he did his own you know Billy Jack movie. He he branded the character mm. kind of like Rambo. There's a lot of there's a lot of connections to Rambo in this movie. But anyway, and I could see that he really wanted to be Charles Bronson. Like Big he time. he wanted it so bad he and could Steve taste McQueen, it. Steve McQueen, Charles Bronson, oh, yeah. you name it. The silent Bronson badass. was like to me. I know there's others, and and I know you know you can't say nothing bad about Steve McQueen, but no no no, Bronson was just that guy. He looked mean. He he was he looked like a mean son of a he bitch before like a mean he guy. even looked at you. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Like when he walked into a, a, a scene, you were like, uh oh, shit's going down. He could be carrying a kitten and yeah, ordering right. a milk, and you're like, he's gonna kill someone with that kitten. I can tell. Yeah. You know, like because he just was. He exuded that. You know, yeah, that's yeah. not easy to do. You don't just do that. No, no. It's it's a it's a look. Even like in the Fistful of Dollars, when 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 Clint looked at you, he looked <laughs> he looked of, like he looked really mean. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't have to do much to look mean. And that's know? awesome. That's like yeah. that's something that that is, you got it or you don't. Exactly. Sorry to say something, Billy Jack. You don't. Yeah. He. he I, I, I you know I liked this. I liked the way he in the movie. I thought he mm -hmm. was. I actually thought he was kind of badass in the movie, but oh yeah, quiet reserve. I don't you like. Know. I don't like this. Believe it or not, you may not believe this, but this movie, for all its preachiness, is a lot less preachy than the than the rest of them. Believe it or not, they got even worse. Wow. With that hammering you over the head with the message later, it really Seriously? got bad. Yes. The, if you watch the oh. first Billy Jack, it's like. Just, just beat you to death with this like message or whatever. This one is, this one is borderline, not subtle, but it's not. Believe it or not, you'd have to watch the rest of them. But at yeah. any rate, wow. so he gets this movie made. It becomes a minor hit. And then he makes the other movies, and it becomes like the biggest star for like you know yeah. for a couple years till he like Billy Jack till he got tired huge, of them. Billy yeah. Jack was a huge name, like a huge franchise, I should say. And, and, and if I remember correctly, because I just watched the first Billy Jack movie once, and it's it's even worse than well, this one I don't think is that bad, but it's worse. At any rate, he does martial arts in the first Billy Jack movie, and this one he just does a few little. Uh, 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 he does some flips, it. and then when those two guys come out of me, he does the quick. Yeah, yeah, disarming, and he doesn't do the judo chop, but he might as well, you know. Now, it's funny that you mentioned those guys, like McQueen and Bronson, because to me, in a way, Laughlin reminds me of early Seagal, in a way. Even the way yeah. he fights, it's more defensive than it is, right. like, you know, really showy it's not or the, whatever. It's not the chop, uh, the chop suey, uh, or the chop, chop saki, uh, over-the-top, very grandiose 
powder fly at every punch. Um, this, yeah, it's all that that uh, Aikido. You know, yeah, it's more, all uh, all defensive, using their own movements against them. Blah blah. And blah. and this is one. And this, if if not the first, it was one of the early movies, which which was the genre that I know you hate, which is the Vietnam vet coming <laughs> back <laughs> angry and like you know society is screwed up, which is what really happened yes, in real life. Disclaimer. I am not saying negative things about Vietnam vets. No, no, no. Like I hate that genre because you the think the it's movie, exploiting yeah, of the, a, a the very. The movie is very. Those movies are just. Okay. No, no. They're yeah. exploiting a very sad and bad thing that happened in society. And not in, yeah, they're not. And well, I guess by saying exploiting, they're not doing anything. They're not doing any services to this. Exactly. They're just using it for a, a framing device. To make money. To make money. To yeah, make money. To make yeah. the, oh look how angry he is. He's probably gonna kill some people. You know. And you're like, ah, okay. But yeah. So well, so anyway, so this movie, even though the 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 the, the names on the credits are were different, this movie was directed by Tom Laughlin, you know, the guy who played Billy Jack, and it was written by him and the main girl, the girl uh, Elizabeth James Vicky. Okay. Yeah. They, she was the writer. She later on went on to become a uh, you know novelist. And it's funny, she was in another movie that we watched like about a year ago, and I don't remember her being in it. She was in Dirty Mary and Crazy Larry. She was the dispatcher. She was the one like, they're on 27th Avenue and 19th oh Street that God. she was on. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even recognize her from that movie, but that's like one of her few credits <laughs> or whatever. Oh, you know? wow. So this was a total indie movie and it, yeah. and it, this movie hit a nerve it really hit that's why it works to some for some people it became a hit because he hit a nerve angry kids angry vets not the society is like crap they can't they can't enforce the laws the the, yeah. the criminals are going nuts you know the, the they treat like a vet like crap the kids hate their parents yeah oh yeah <laughs> that one was like she might as well have said okay everyone breaking fourth wall a message is coming. Do you want to hear a word? Yeah. Okay, wait. <laughs> Hit your record buttons. I hate you, Mom. I did it on purpose. I like them better than you, even though, like, you they know... They represent everything you hate. They didn't rape me. I wanted them to do it. And it's like... And I, you know, I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, that that kind of hurts, you know? Even though it's preachy, that's kind of like... Oh, oh, yeah. It's like, to get to that point in life, you know, it's like, wow. But at any rate... Yeah. Yeah, that's a little bit of the backstory. So I guess we can talk about... Yeah. You know the storyline. That's kind of cool. Uh, learning more about it. I didn't really. I didn't read up into either of these movies. There's um, not, it wasn't that easy to read about. There wasn't that much written. I about just it online, watched them and, and and went with it. You know. Yeah, and no, I I watched them early in the week, so I was able to do a little bit. I wanted to do more research on Born Losers, but there wasn't that much I could find online. Really? You know, mm-hmm. and I didn't have the actual. I got the DVD from like uh, you know the gray market, so to speak. And I'd, apparently, <laughs> on the uh, real DVD, there's a commentary. I wish I would have had that because it would have been. More, but that would have meant I would have had to pay for it and maybe regretted the 10 bucks or something. Yeah, I don't know. you would have regretted the but 10 I do, bucks. But I do not hate this movie, and I'll, we'll leave it there as much as you do. Let's put it that way. And I, and, okay, we'll, we'll get it out of the way early. I didn't hate the movie uh, as deeply as I might sound like I did. Oh, okay, all right. Um, there's just some stuff. The, the con- like, biker movies in general... <laughs> are kind of like the same to me as like yes, gang are. movies where yes, like they are. Yes, they are. where they're like oh we're so tough and bad yeah they are you know what really happens to those kind of things in small town USA they go away mm. because they get killed and kicked into ditches or whatever like y- they don't have this power that they show on these B movies like yeah some biker gang doesn't shut down small town USA there's a lot of armed people and not only that these idiots are actually your neighbors 
So they live there, and they live there, and I know their dad, so his dad's going to come down and bust his ass. You know, which, again, this is all for the rebel culture 60s movement, so I get it, you know. But any time when they drag out these long, torturous things like they hold a town captive for weeks, no, they don't. Okay, but, but, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, well, one story and one thing that I read about. This movie, what happened in that town, loosely, obviously, but it was based on something that happened in California where the bikers, where they cut bikers, kind of yeah. early bikers, like from 64, took over a town and started raping. Well, yeah, they cut the down, girls. they cut down the, the, the telephone poles and the people, supposedly people couldn't get out. That's like a famous thing. And that crap with like, you know, they did it once, and 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 that you know. yeah, and that and that crap with like, you know, where like the VM vet, the, the you're getting involved in a bad situation, and when he shoots the guy, yeah, and then the cops end up end up like giving him more of a of a well, you shot a, a guy, yeah, he they give him even though he was trying to save somebody and protect somebody, that another kind of like hip, hypocrisy of the law right, right. there, you know. But the like, reality is, you shot a dude. Right, but the real yeah. but, but, yeah, yeah, but I mean, the like, real reality is that he shot a dude because the dude was gonna like, coming at him with a bottle. Yeah, so, yeah, of course. You're allowed, you know. On the other hand, on the other the, the other story I want to tell you was back in like early '60s, maybe '63, '64. I was it was living in New York one night. I went out with my grandparents to the White Castle burger store, which I miss White Castle. I miss the little slider burgers. That they <laughs> yeah, the frozen ones aren't the same, are they? No, oh God, no, they suck. White Castle, you can go up and say, I'd like 20 of those. And you're yeah. going to eat that for lunch because they're the size of a quarter. But and, and then in South Florida, we had um, Royal Castle, which Royal. is equally as great. Royal <laughs> Castle. And and anyway, yeah. we went to Royal Castle and we're sitting there at the counter. And this is in Queens, New York, my, parent, my grandparents. And, you know, there's some people sitting there. And all of a sudden, I, I saw this with my own two eyes. A gang comes in. I'm serious with like the jackets and all that stuff. He goes, grabs a kid from the counter, okay, and he goes, "All right, everybody, we're gonna rumble. When I count to ten, we're gonna start a rumble. We'll give you ten seconds to get the hell out of here." And me and my grand, my grandparents grabbed me, and we ran out of that place, and we don't know huh. what happened. So like in the big cities. Oh yeah, this shit happened. You know, oh, I, well, saw it with, I saw it with my own two eyes. I'm, I, I've never saw anything like that again. But I've seen a couple times where, like, uh, on uh, the turnpike in parts of Philly, yeah. what happens is there's a spot by an overpass where they're gonna start fighting. Yeah. And they just stop the cars in that lanes and just start fighting, or they pull off and start fighting because the cops can't even get to them. It's scary. You know, it's weird. There's a weird shit like that it's all the scary. time. But there's never like that. We own this whole town, kind of crap. Which they they went to that well a bit too many times. Yeah, like, and, the, and the police were like emasculated. Yeah. And anyway, let's let, let's just talk about the story. Yeah, okay. So so yeah, and also my my t- one of my top notes is uh, I have a dream. <laughs> I have a dream of one white one week going without seeing a uh, one a, mo- a woman being brutalized in one of our movies. But it was tame, though. It really was. It, they, <sighs> they could have been a lot worse. Oh, it could have been worse. But they I implied like, a lot. Oh, I know. But, but if I'm you like, watch a biker movie, that's part oh, of it. Oh, it's just part of it. There's going to be a lot of rape. There's going to be a lot of ugly people doing dumb things. That's a biker movie. Not only, but this one, this well, we'll talk about it yeah. later. Okay, well, let's get to it. Yeah, he's like, at the beginning, you see him like there. Because we don't have 20, we don't have 30 minutes to talk about the other one. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, we got that's gonna be a cliff. That's gonna be a cliff notes five minutes. Stretch. Yeah, go ahead. All right, go ahead. So, so he's like, he's like, you don't know who he is at the beginning. He's like, lives in the woods in a trailer or whatever, you know. And he's like, you know, mountain man kind of. 
yeah, he comes to town. You find out later there's a Vietnam vet. And then, then the first scene, which I, I, I know what you mean about this being like really forced or whatever. The first confrontational scene is like they're in the they're in the city there, and this guy in a bug or some car like runs into the Dude, biker. No way. Nobody. I know. No, nobody I in know. a Volkswagen has ever said the things that this guy said no, no, to a bike gang. No, 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 never, no. Ever. This is a little forced, yeah. <laughs> well, because it's like, okay, so the guy's driving, and he runs into the biker, and the biker gets out of his bike and takes a look at it, and he goes like... Yeah, I'll let it slide. Yeah, he lets him slide, and then the guy, like, as the biker runs away, the guy's like, okay, jerk off, or whatever. Yeah, you better, you crumb bum. And I'm like, really, dude? There's like 20, there's like 30 of these guys. And they gave you a pass to they live. They gave you a pass to live. So that guy in the bug started this whole crap. He's I the know. guy who started it all, you know. No, it only took one. No guy in a Volkswagen ever said that. I don't care if it was Bubba Smith driving that Volkswagen. Yeah, uh, odds of numbers, like, or you know what I mean, like statistical numbers, you're surrounded by 30 of these guys. You're so not, not saying shit. You're saying thanks, and then you keep going, you know. So then, like, of course, they pull him out of the car, and they throw him around like a rubber band man. The one scene where they throw well, him, and he hits the windshield. Sh- yeah, beating the hell out of him. That was rough, though. And this is 1967 movie. When they throw him against a windshield, and he's got blood on his Spits blood and, and the And he goes, help me, people, help me. And the two people are, like, in the car going, oh, get us out of here, get us out of here. That really, like, strikes you as, like, that does give you, like, a really heavy-handed version of how... Like lame the people are and how evil Cowardice, the evil yeah. the bikers are, you know. Yeah. So you're like, huh, okay. So as as this is going on, he the kid goes into like a diner where Billy Jack is eating, and he's like, oh, help me, help me, and nobody wants to help him. The so the, the diner owner actually pushes him out. Says, out yeah. We don't want you in here, you know. Like saying you go to the wolves, and then Billy Jack was the one that says, make the damn call. So he calls the cops and hands the phone to the guy. Right. And so they grab the kid, they take yeah. him back out, and they're gonna they're gonna keep they're gonna kill him. And Billy Jack shows up with his like a uh, rifle. He gets out his M1 rifle, which was the period correct uh, uh, soldier's weapon. And know. he and he does one of those like well, I'll give you the three, to like you know. And this is foreshadowing, you know, yeah. later. But he goes, I'll give you the three. And the one guy, they're all looking at him. They go, you can't kill us all, man. Yeah. And he goes, like like I said, I gave you the three. And one guy goes and he grabs like a bottle or something to throw, and he just. Billy Jackson shoots him in the... He caps him. In the caps him. Yeah, he caps him. And cops come in, and then they give Billy Jack more of a of a, of a bail and more of a... Sentence, a yeah. Sentence than anybody else, and he doesn't have any money. So then I think he has to hawk his car or something like he that. He sells his Jeep to pay the, the stuff, yeah. And it, there's, a, there's this overlaying thing of foreclosure. Things ain't working out. He's like, the bank was nagging him, and he's like, can you just give me till this rodeo? You know, I can race horses or whatever you know and you're like eh. and they're like no we can't and he's like okay well that one guy wants to buy my jeep tell him i'll sell him the jeep but just tell him to come get it give me cash you know interesting side note in this movie is that uh, laughlin plays like billy jack who's a half indian i from what i read i believe he, he wasn't uh he wasn't half native native american on the other hand one of the bikers that we saw in the glory stompers you know the guy i'm talking about right the oh, big yeah. guy with the with the the big muscle man there, yeah. Robert Tessier, he is American Indian, so he's the one that kept calling Billy. Yeah, you do engine and you this and that. So I guess that's a little bit of irony within yeah. the storyline, which you had to know from behind the scenes what was going on. Because they would, there there was nothing outwardly. You wouldn't even know that guy was an Indian. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like I, like in, in this movie, there's nothing that said 
this guy is Indian, like no, or no, Native no, American really. Indian, you know. But that was part of his like that was and I mean like, again, this movie is like sixty seven, but it's 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 angry about everything. Oh you know? yeah. It's everything. Everything it's angry about. Even if like a, if a mosquito bit you it's Par- like parallel worst. parking, the banking system, it's angry about everything. So they're hassling Billy Jack yep, and so this and that. Yeah, they get out and it's the usual like and this is the other thing that really tires me with these movies is the constant hooting and hollering and yeah, woohoo, yeah, uh, they're so having such fun beating people up and you know, and you're like, yeah, I yeah, know. come on, it's the tropes, yeah, it know, is, it's oh, the tropes. Yeah, but you got to realize this is this is this is the originals. So I know it seems like dated and like kind of whatever you want to call it. Because you've seen it a million times. But it's the original. Yeah, you've mm-hmm. seen it a million times, except more amped up and yeah. more and more insane. Like in the Warriors or whatever. So while this is going on, there's another storyline going on, with like this one girl who's a college girl, and she and she's like uh, she's the second lead character in the movie, and she goes to see her dad, and like some you know there's some problems with the father or whatever. You yeah. know, again, all oh. the girls in this movie have problems with their parents. Yeah, the dad's in Asia, and she finds out when she gets to, to the, the airport. airport that he just left a message saying, "Oh, I'm not coming home," so you know. So like she go, go get a frozen dinners or something. Who yeah, so she's them? like all pissed off. So she ends up at the beach, and then she's like, which which is what I like though. She has this stare, this the archetype of that little white bikini that she wears throughout the movie. With these she little go go boots, it. and you're like, and with the short hair, which is weird, which is different, which I like because it's different. Oh yeah, know? it's tomboy. So it's like tomboy with this amazing body. But at any rate, so I did. Oh, I'm sorry. I did. Her motorcycle was gorgeous. She drove this. I've never seen one. It was like a Yamaha that was kind of styled after it. See, there was a Honda Dream that came out in the 60s, set the world on fire, took over America. It was a little 305. It had Sometimes it had like these fender skirts. Sometimes it had bags on them and stuff like that. So it was very popular. Now, Yamaha, which is a another competing Yamaha, Suzuki, Honda, they're all the same. Yamaha, apparently, I've never seen one of these before, but I want one now, made one just like the Dream. And that's what she was riding. It was this, oh. it was like a powdered blue or robin's egg blue and white. And she had the white saddlebags on it and a two-tiered seat and everything. I was just like, oh, my God. That... And it was just a motorcycle at the times. It wasn't yeah. like anything built for this movie. It was gorgeous. Was oh, it? my God. I love that. Get, getting back, getting to it. Not, not, I'm not plot-wise, but just wanted to ask you. What oh, about that, that stupid trike. What about that trike where it was like, don't take that. That's worth a lot of money or whatever. Yeah, those know? are junk. What they did was they took, they would take a bastardized motorcycle or a, a motorcycle that's kind of on its last legs. And you take and and you cut the back end off of it, and you put a Volkswagen rear end, the two wheels from the Volkswagen on the back of them. They just welded together, so there's a motorcycle driving a two-wheeled thing. But then they like because it's stretched out longer, to get the a lot of times they weld these longer handlebars so you're driving because you're sitting way back further because you're over the back pumpkin. Right. So this in this one they took the turned down handles and they just flipped them upside down. So they're using like long almost ape hangers and they just rake them backwards and they're upside down. Which that those things traditionally drive like shit. They uh, it looks like it'd be difficult to drive. It was like it was you because you, you'd be like doing this. And yeah right. <laughs> the, the longer the front end on a motorcycle, the shittier they are to drive. Well, like, like the, har- the yeah like the harder it is to turn and sure, maneuver. Yeah, yeah I can see that. I can you see know that, yeah. so. Yes, they look cool. There's a certain degree of rake that looks nice. And then there's, of course, like everything else, there's obscene variations yeah, that rider, are Easy rider, easy uh, rider. Those know. two were nice. Like, they they weren't too like, long cap, in the well, front. Captain, the Captain Freedoms was a little bit long. 
Poppers was a straight up slammed chopper. Like he had the drag bars on it. That was okay. a beautiful bike, you know. Okay. Um, very functional, very fast. Those are those would be not compared to like the crotch rockets today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, for these for the for that time period, they were probably pretty fast, you know. Now, now there's no now you got the storyline. Okay. Yeah. There, and and another thing I want to add, this movie is right before. Right, like two seconds before hippiness, because when you talk <laughs> about Easy Rider, it's pure hippiness. This is right before hippiness. Yeah, this oh is yeah. Like, this is like dirty, ugly. This is like bikers. ugly. This is like ugly bikers and still like sixties, you know, uh, beach party kids kind of. You yeah, know? it's weird because at one point, because now now she got off, she's riding a motorcycle, but at one point these bikers are just like hooting and hollering and drag stripping up and down this main street of this little town, you know, and. The, the locals are just sitting around watching them. Yeah. And these girls are there sitting there in the back and they're having their weird girl conversation about, oh, I'd like to have sex with him. And the other one's like, ew, they're gross. Like, yeah. you know, and they're just watching them like they're monkeys on display at a well, zoo, you know, just... Well, it, 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 gets to yeah. the, it gets to, like, the fascination with the bad boys, you know? Yeah, 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 and, yeah and, the, and, the, and, and then in case of someone, the anger with their parents or whatever. Yeah. We'll get to that later. So yeah. at any rate, so... You got you've got his story, you've got her story, and then you've got the girl. So anyway, they they catch they catch up with the you know with Vicky or the girl yeah. in the bikini. Whoever wins this drag race can have her. Yeah, right. Because you can just take a woman off the street, apparently, according to the rules. Because the stuff. cops are a bunch of like lamos, you know. Like she 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 actually like they follow her and she gets away from them, and she calls the cops and they're like, these guys are out there and they want to they want to get mm. me and they're like. Well, I don't. I don't think we can do anything. Well, they, yeah, they're like, yeah. Hey, look, if they get you again or rape you, then call us. Then up. call us up. In the yeah. meantime, I got to do. I got like something. You know, I got to like go watch a movie or something. So like she and she has that. She she ends up getting away from it. Hides in the ladies' room as if they wouldn't have gone in there. But you know, regardless, you yeah, know, they let her go. But they're gonna follow her. But she gets out and they follow her and they take her back to their like pad. And the other thing about her character is that she is like the biggest smartass oh, that yeah. ever ruled the world. I mean, so she it makes was, her kind of endearing. Kind of, but on the other hand, it's like. Honey, you know, you watch what you're saying, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? You might yeah. want to take it easy on You might that. want to take it easy. There's like 20 of them and one of you, you know, and their and they're ladies or their mamas aren't exactly like mm-hmm. on your side, even though one of them might have been a little bit on her She's side. She's only on her side because she doesn't want her to take her man. Take her man, She knows yeah. her man likes her. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Which, and, okay, you know, and, and that's... It makes her a little bit endearing, but it also shows her using her wits over... Yeah. She's outsmarting these guys fairly easily. Well, to a certain extent. To a certain extent. At some point, Booksmart's kind of gets yeah. lit on fire and bashed yeah. over the head. Force, force, but, uh, yeah. beats Booksmart. Anyway, so she goes back to the uh, thing, and then they see the other, the other, the, the bikini girls. They're all in there screaming like they were like, you know, you, yeah. you know they were like taking them in there and having their way with them. Because yeah. oh well, to, we missed this a little bit. So to get it, because to get, she, they corner her finally when she leaves the bathroom and she gets out. They corner her. Cause they did a wily e. coyote turn the arrow yeah, on yeah, a yeah, sign upside down. Coyote, I'm right. like, come on, yeah, right. that's not okay. Yeah, right. First of all, she lives there, so nobody that lives in these small towns looks at signs. They know where they're going. So this guy turns his sign, yeah, and she right. makes a wrong turn, and whoops, it's a dead end. So then she's trapped. So the only way to get out of this is for her to become a mama, and she's like, okay, I guess I'll do that. And and she that, she tries to get out, but she like the one guy, the mute guy, comes up to her, yeah. and he starts messing with her. And she tries to run him over, but she ends up going over the cliff, going over the side, yeah. So then, then the lady's like, "Look, if you want to live through this, just just 
do what I do what they say. So that's where she ends up in their biker palace, which is always some burned out flop house. And that's where they're at. And that's where the that's where the girls are getting molested, and she's just talking smack to him. She's just talking smack you to know. him, and then she's she she then she's talking serious smack, because she goes like, "So you guys got any acid or amphetamines or whatever?" And they're like, "Well, uh, they're like looking at each other. Well, um, we just ran out." Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah that was weird. I know. Like they didn't know what drugs were, and they're like, "Well, we're not really a gang." Oh wait, oh yeah, I mean yes, we want those drugs. So she goes, "Well, I got some in my bike." Let me go get him, and he goes, "Well, no, I'll have my, I'll have crabs, because one of them is called crabs, because he says he's got crabs all the time." And I'm going Gross. like, "Well, just do something about it." At any rate, so she goes, "Well, go, crabs will go with you, and then the biker mom will go with you, just to make sure you don't escape." Yeah. So she goes out to the car. I think the woman said something. I don't know if the woman said something. No, she did. She, she lets did. her. So she goes out to the car, and she goes like something like, "Oh, crabs, can you go down there?" And like I think they're down at the bottom. They go get him, and she opens up like a, her case, saddle or bag, and cracks saddle bag, and cracks him over the head. And the woman goes like, she lets her get out of there. She goes, just get the hell out of here, and don't yeah. come back or whatever. Yeah. But Krabs, in the meantime, had opened up the uh, gas. Uh, yeah. Tank. See what they what that what happens? The po- the petcock on a motorcycle has the on position, and then there's a reserve, because there's no fuel gauge. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So you so if you turn it to the reserve. There's not there's none of that backup gas and it and you run till you run out. So you the normal way is you put it on, on and then when you ride and when you feel it start sputtering you you reach down and you turn it to reserve. You have another 20 miles, 30 miles cuz there's that quarter of a gallon at the bottom. That's what the reserve does. Yeah. So he turned it to the reserve section so she ran herself right out of gas. Yeah. That's why they caught her, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. Okay, yeah. so anyway, so yeah. She, yeah. So she runs out of gas in the woods, and they're they're like way behind her, but they catch up to her. And then there's like you know there's a nasty scene where like, and I guess we forgot another thing, but this is you know we can't go through every point. No, no, no we're not going to do that. The one biker, the main biker, you know, the one with the goofy glasses, has a brother. <sighs> And the brother was like, the dad's like a jerk, which is why I guess he's a biker or whatever. So he yeah. grabs the brother and he says, come, come with us with our gang. And the brother's <laughs> kind of Mr. Normal looking yeah. dude or the, whatever. So in that scene, because this is something that's in my notes, the dad's smacking the the brother around and then this guy comes over and he says, you know, get on with me and he'll never hit you again because the dad's just a, an abusive jerk. Um, so then the brother, of course, joins the gang. That's where he gets into this. And that's where he... he they they catch this girl and off screen commit a rape and then and then it's 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 implied you know what's yeah, going yeah. but it's implied but then you can see the brother he's got this look on his face like oh my god yeah what have I done so then so then she they take her to the to hospital, the hospital. Yeah. so now her and the other girls are in the hospital and it's and it's, a, it's it's a sad scene oh. but it's so over the top when they show acted the oh that one girl's like in the car and the, and the thing going like like that yeah the bad actresses bad bad actresses it was bad directing it shouldn't it was like over the top or whatever you know what I mean they had to like tone it down a little bit so she's there and she says so the main girl Vicky's in the hospital the other girls and then you get to the plot line where it's like the 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 the, the, the officials are there they go well we want you to you know, uh, testify against, testify against them, and, and then they're they're scared that the bikers are going to come get them. Well, the bikers do traditionally go and torture the families or kill them or whatever, and then they don't testify. Yeah, and then and then and then in the meantime, Billy Jack's going through his, you know, trauma. Yeah, or and they're whatever. and they're still messing with him at every turn, but they don't mess with him because they know that he'll shoot him. Like he's way tougher than these bikers are, you know. And when you alluded to that guy with those weird glasses, 
they raided Liberace's closet for these freaking glasses. This was the most flamboyant yeah. gay Paris uh, biker gang yeah, I've ever it, seen. It, they it, had, there's a lot of weird scenes. They had wacky shenanigan glasses at every turn. Everyone was wearing, like, they went to a goofball glasses or us, and this said, give us the grab bag for 30 bucks, and they just sported them with pride. It's weird. So the, so the main girl, Vicky, decides that she's, she finally decides, okay, I'm going to, like, uh, testify, but you got to, like, you know, hide me out for, like, a, a 48 hours. So they hide her out in hotel. Obviously, they don't hide her out good enough so that the bikers don't know where she is. Yeah. You know, these bikers know where everybody is and where everybody, you know, where, where they hide everybody out. They know everything. It's like they own the town at yeah. this point. And, and they are the masters of misdirection. Yes. And everyone else obviously doesn't understand what misdirection means. Yes. <laughs> Not, never. Like, like their whole thing is we're going to do something here, and then we're going to sneak around the back and do this over here, what we yeah. really want to do. And everyone falls for it at every single every time. turn. Every it's, time. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> I, I, like, like, literally to, to confuse these town folk, you just have to like make a little fake sock puck and go, look over here, I'm talking over here, and just reach in and steal their wallet. They well, wouldn't even know who took it. Well, I mean, like, it, oh, it, oh, it's a ghost. It really is a. It really is a, <laughs> a, a, a an idea that works. Our, our, our politicians do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind that. Look over here. Look over here. Isn't Millie Cyrus crazy? Hand, yeah. Isn't she really weird and goofy? Meanwhile, let's cut this deal here where you guys get all our Never jobs mind. and you know blah blah blah. Right. So while while they do a misdirection deal to to take uh, Vicky out of the hotel room where they're guarding her, but Billy Jack is at the same or diner. Another, yeah, he sees at, her. at the same diner, another diner, and he sees her, and he gets involved, and he's able to like save her from the guys, and that's when he does his first like uh, martial yeah. art kind of martial art. Yeah, he know? takes out the two guys pretty easily, actually. Yeah, he takes them out, so now she's connected with him. Yeah, so she now, she goes with him. Yeah, she she's goes like, with him. I'll just stay with him. He's gonna keep me safe. And and, there, and there's also the sto- there's also we forgot another point where like he was and then oh yeah she takes him with him and then she takes him to the woods where his his uh, trailer yeah. is yeah. and then he gets like six hundred dollars for because the guy bought the jeep so the he, he the got jeep. the jeep and he had extra money so now he can pay some bills he hides that she's flip flopping back and forth about I don't think I'm gonna testify this is I don't care this is stupid I want to leave yeah and he's saying do the right thing but he doesn't say anything because he's kind of trying to be the quiet do what you exactly. travel your own path kind of guy. Exactly. Yeah. Mayhem ensues. They steal the money while they're away. One of course, time. they know where he lives. Yeah, you know, he lives out in the woods, and where you know these bikers know got the four one one. Their information. If you need to know something, they call you. Call the bikers because they know everything. Yeah. And um, they they mess up his place, steal his money. That's now he's really angry because he needed that money to like live. So, so he goes and confronts them. Yeah, he confronts point. them, and they're like, oh, I don't know. And then they say, oh, well, he has it, and he's not. Monster has it, and Monster's not here, and I'm a big, scary monster. Yeah. And uh, they don't they don't push it because they know this guy's tougher than yeah, them. Yeah, he shot one of them. Yeah, already. he shot yeah. one of them. And there's a scene where, the like, later there's a scene where the bikers go into the jail to visit the brother. And at that point, I'm thinking, the brother's really kind of thinking, let's see, uh, I escaped... Beat, getting beat up by while well, I was getting beat up by dad, I was with you for exactly three minutes, and now I'm in jail for rape. I've made some horrible decisions in my life, and I really should like he, leave. He, everything. Even though, when you think about it, the brother shouldn't have been in jail because he didn't really do anything. It was the mute guy yeah. that did all the yeah. all the nastiness or whatever. But you know, whatever. But now we're getting so to then the, the cops. So then yeah. the cops beat him up. <laughs> that was awesome. So now you now the cop even the, they're, not, they're like saying the cops. Not only are they kind of like on one hand like they can't do anything right there, like the Keystone cops. On the other hand, they're kind of like dirty that, too. That was know? representative of the reality. 
Yeah. That monkey guy run, screaming around the mute guy, he would have looked like he went through a meat grinder. That kid probably would have had a couple shiners because sure. you lip off to that cop sure, at yeah. that point in life, yeah. you're getting beat down yeah. hard. And yeah. there's going to be another cop standing behind him with a gun. And if you do one thing, you're going to get shot. You know, it's like that. That's the that's kind of the reality of it, I and mean, they can't show that because obviously it would be a pretty quick movie. Yeah. That's man, you ain't, you can't get away with that no. shit. There's no. nobody. There's no. There's no system of checks and balances in that world. No. You know your role and you shut your mouth. You know, no. but whatever. So now Billy Jack is finally to the point where we want to see him. He's doing something about something, but he's doing it like with a quiet reserve. He's taking their shenanigans, like when they fill his ga- hat with gas, and and they're 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 just being general jerks. But at this point, he does take out monster pretty gang easily. Green, yeah, oh, gang Green, yeah. Oh, Gang Green. Gang Green is the guy who had his money, yeah. and he's played by an actor, Jeff Cooper, who did a lot of movies. He also did a superhero movie called Cali Man back in the day. But anyway, yeah, he beats boy, him up. That guy has a slamming six pack. But that, but, but here's another thing about that scene. You know that scene where like he goes, where he beats Grand Green, Grand Gang Green up, and Gang Green's like laying there. And he goes, get that ape up or whatever, the main guy. And then, like, afterwards, you see, like, uh, Gang Green's, like, a sad face. He goes, why would you call me an ape? And the main guy, Jeremy Slate, who's a great bad guy in these movies. He was a teenage guy, but he did a lot of teenage yeah. movies. He was a great bad guy. He goes, ah, oh, because you're so cute. There is, in the, within this gang, some kind of gay overtones in this <laughs> gang, okay? Did, did you see the ones, there was one scene where Gang Green, they were in a bar, and Gang Green just jumps on the bar, and the two of them kissed on the mouth. Did you did you see that no, scene? No, I didn't. Yes, and I was like, I was shocked. I went, whoa, and it was like, it was like weird, you know? And then yeah. there's another scene where like they're in the party with crabs, and they're all drunk. And Crab puts his hands around the two of them, and he goes like, you want to take hey, a you sh- guys, let's take a shower. And you're yeah. like... There's some kind of weird, like, ambisexual, bisexual thing going on in this gang. But, you know, whatever, counterculture, It was the whatever. 60s, man. Whoa. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so Billy Jack beats him up, and he takes one of the... He takes the, he takes the three-wheeler at that point. He takes the three-wheeler, and the guy's like, says, oh, you're dead, man, for taking that. He goes, what is, what's this bike worth? He's like, 3000 He's like, well, if you bring my 600 bucks back, you can have your $3,000 back, otherwise it's mine. Yeah. Which, okay. So then they, they, then like Billy Jack goes back to his place, and him and the girl are getting kind of lovey. They're starting to bud a, a relationship is budding. They're yeah. kind of wearing the same clothes too at this point, and then they, and in the meantime, they're also terrorizing the kids. And then the one mother, like the one girl's gonna like. There's that one scene where the one girl who's kind of slutty was in the was in her house, and she's doing the little dance, and then they turn off the lights. And then the mother goes, don't do anything, don't go out, you know, whatever. That was Jane Russell, who's the yeah. actress in it from, like, pretty famous actress. And they terrorize her so she won't, like, yeah. talk. She's, like, pretending that she's practicing being a stripper. Yeah. The, the daughter was. She was, like, an angry so you know, that's girl. So that's the other thing that they do a lot of in this, is although these girls were raped, they shed a light that all the girls might not have been raped, except our hero, yeah, our, yeah, our, yeah. our, our uh, heroine. Yeah, one but, of them. I mean, like, the one girl says she wasn't at, afterwards. Then the one girl is, is being, a, like, a stripper and pretending to be... Uh, she's practicing to be a stripper, so she's promiscuous. Like, they're saying she's promiscuous, so they're kind of poking holes into their own 
but, this but, might be rape or this might, but you know. But towards yeah. the end, the one girl yeah. said that she wanted to because she was so hateful of her mother. And right, her that's whatever. what I was talking about. But she about, said yeah. that the other ones didn't, and she was like, it freaked oh, okay. her out really bad that right. because the other ones didn't. But she was like, I came back again, you know. Yeah, it was it's very like, strange. There was a lot of really odd twists and turns in this thing. It, it went know? on for a two hours movie, so it went on for a while with all these weird storylines. So anyway, they the bikers go to Billy again, and they say, hey so-and-so wants to see you or by whatever at the place we need to talk i forgot what the reason why they had to talk but it was like if you don't if you don't come to our place you know we're gonna like you know kill you or we're gonna do something or whatever and then also going on at the same time the bikers get the girl that they do they do another um uh, oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> and they and, and they get the girl of the guy who billy jack sold the van to so they've got her there because she's the last the, the last person that can testify, and Vicky, who's been raped, and she can testify. And they they blackmail the dad yeah, of the blonde. Yeah, so he gives girl. up pretty quickly. He folds, you know. He shows up with a gun, and they know he's a gun. And then while they're doing that deal with the guy, Billy Jack and Vicky, he goes, to her, "Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna like." Get these guys' attention while I'm doing that. You go out the back. He tried to do the misdirection deal again. Didn't but the match well. is a misdirection, so you, yeah, you know you can't do a misdirection on the misdirection kings. You know it just doesn't work. So then they they kick they kick, beat the crap out of Billy Jack. Yeah, or they beat whatever. him up really bad. They capture her and they end up like raping her or whatever. Mm -hmm. you know? So Billy Jack, I think, well, how did he get out of there? I forgot that the, the, he was because he got out of there. He was uh, he either escaped and went to the cops or I forgot what it was but anyway he gets out of there and goes back and gets his like you know gun yeah, he gets or his whatever. gun and he's like well I'm going to shoot them and that's when nobody else stands up which at this point I thought that the the cop that beat him up the cop that beat up the the head biker I thought he was going to join in with Billy Jack because no he does something worse at the end yeah I know but the, you know what I mean like he's like like he's the one that I thought would be the guy that would be like I'll stand by your side usually these heroes have another guy that's with them to help with this stuff where in this case they totally didn't do that at all they just said okay he went in on his own so yeah oh no i i think i think really jack got beat up but he kind of did end it in like totally annihilating so he was able to go back and get his gun or right. whatever so so this is the old he goes in his the old count to three trick yes yeah, so well no first he he blows up he burns the bike yeah. He burns the head guy's bike. He just lights it on fire. They all run out. Misdirection did work this time. Yeah, that's so right. He, he, did went in. he did get out of yeah, there. So he went in and he put he 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 can't revive Vicky. He put his his jacket on her. Um which at this point in fashion, those were very weird jackets. They had the, the jean jackets? The, well, the jean jackets were fine. But these are jean jackets that had like that built-in elastic oh, around yeah, the yeah, waist yeah, 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 that yeah. put like a weird businessman crease yeah, going yeah, around right, them. Right, I was right. like, a little leisure suit action. This is weird. On. All right, whatever. But that was a period. That was period correct. You yeah, know. So he covers her up, and then when they come back in, he's sitting there waiting for him with his gun. Yep. And they're all lined up, you know, all like ten or and whatever. And they're doing the same crap. You can shoot all of us. So I got, I got bad news for you. There's eight bullets in that gun. He can shoot eight of you, and that's gonna leave one or two. I don't like those odds. Like yeah. they always, especially say, since they didn't war, they weren't armed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like you can't shoot all of us. Yeah, well, I can shoot a lot of you, and I'll start with you, Big Mouth. That would be the end of that whole discussion. You so know? he pulls the deal on the main guy, Jeremy Slade, yeah. and he goes like, "I'll give you the three, like I did in the beginning." And the guy's like, oh, "Yeah." No. He goes, "No, they, this is like an elaborate. I couldn't even follow this, so I don't think the bikers could have either." You're going to take her to the hospital. Right, and call the cops. And call the cops. And right. and if the doctor doesn't call you in 15 minutes, I'm going to shoot one of you every 15 minutes. Every 15 minutes. And I was like, now wait, 
hold on, what? Now I'm leaving with her. <laughs> like, I would have needed him to like re-explain that because I would I wouldn't have been paying attention. Yeah, right. And right, I'd right, right. be like, wait, what? What am I doing now? What's the thing? But, yeah, yeah, these guys are rocket scientists. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I was uh, I was paying attention. I didn't understand what he was saying. So anyway, so, got, you know. so like he they go like, yeah, you're not you you we, we don't trust you. So he goes to the main guy. I'll give you the three. One, two, and they don't think anybody. He shoots him right between the eyes. Blows him right. He shot him. And in fact, they it was kind of neat. They shot him between the eyes, and it his glasses fell into two pieces when he fell down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, very yeah. slick, very nicely done. Cause they they show the shot, and then when he slumps down to the ground, the glasses fell in half where the bullet went, which yeah. is kind of cool. A nice little touch for a B movie. You yeah, know? right, right. And there then, was but, some nice stuff in this movie that were like well shot, really well done. Uh, the people made this were competent. Sure. I oh, mean, yeah, the, the, yeah. the film crew, the the, yeah. Yeah, the direction was competent. You know, the photography was nice. Yeah, it was, it was really it was, nice. It was very good. I mean, we've because we've seen a lot worse in our oh, in our exploits. Mm. So anyway, as soon as he does that, the rest of the guys, the the second in command, <laughs> child is like, yeah, get to it. Go ahead, go to take her. You know, <laughs> I know. They, they stopped that. We're tough crap real quick after that. You know, as soon as you there, there you go, kids. Learn. Here's a lesson: kill the head of the snake. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and then then the the rest of it is gonna like end up like. Like, you know, going downhill Funny thing, Funny thing in the Ed Roth, but I just got done reading an Ed Roth uh, biography kind of thing, like, about his cars and stuff. And he was having trouble with a bike gang. And I guess what one of his things is he just went and, and beat up the to- the biggest, strongest guy in the ba- gang, like, immediately. And he says, because if you go out to the, the, the biggest one, everyone else kind of sh- shrinks back into the background. They don't want to yeah. be the next guy, you know. Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah. what this guy did. He, he shot at the head guy and was like, okay... You're obviously the number two in charge. Hop to it. And so they then, do. You so, know. so they they go, and then he's sitting there. Like, the next scene is him at the phone there. Yeah, <laughs> okay, you know, all right. So the cops are coming. And as the cops get closer, you know, they start like, you know, uh, I forgot what it was. They, they come in there, and they start, and the people, like, freak out. And the bikers start freaking out, so they run out. Yeah. And then, like, you know, the cops are like, oh, we're here. Get out of this. So they freak out, and they run, and the cops pull them all over. So in the meantime, Billy Jack, thinking that he's going to get busted again, he takes off on his tricycle. Uh, he jumps on the trike and takes off. And then he gets shot by yeah. one of the cops. And then one of the other one goes, don't you know who that is? That was yeah, Billy Jack. that's a mistake. Like, he didn't mean to shoot him. No, he didn't. He shot him because he thought it was a biker trying to get away, you know. So, and, and this is obviously, this is where the town says, we're done with you. You're, you're you're done being a force in our community. Right. Like, that's what this would have been. So they thought there was one guy getting away. They shot him. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so and the girl's with him. So then finally they, like, they take the guys off, and then they, they go back to the woods, and they find Billy Jack, like, laying by his yeah. trailer. Yeah. And, and <laughs> like, then, laying by the creek. By the creek, like, yeah. And he's, like, dead. And then they finally they take him, and they put him on a helicopter. She's so like, this is when I knew I loved you. And then we were like, boom, helicopter. Because if it's from the 60s or 70s, there has to be a helicopter in there. Yeah, of course. Somewhere. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, every B movie has a helicopter. They were cool back then. Yeah, and then the end. And the end. So, so uh, yeah, heavy-handed, over the top. Yeah, uh, this one was a little, little bit... too long. Uh, you know, very, uh, very rape-intensive. Yeah, it was... But not graphic. There, there's worse. There's more graphic. Oh, not yeah, graphic. but th- th- and that's what ruined it for me. I, I, it was just like, oh, okay. But it's just, bikers, you know. I know, and what do you expect? And you got to get, and it get, and it's to get you angry too, you know. What I mean, yeah, it evokes a reaction. It evokes a reaction, yeah. Angry, yeah. And, and 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 it makes sense that this was one of the last, not the last, but it was towards the end of the biker cycle, which would have been revived by Easy Rider, which turned it into a whole different thing. So it was kind of like the one of the last of its type, 
Yeah. Kind of. There's a few more, but kind of, yeah. you know. And it's one of the angrier ones, you know what I mean? Because this one's even nastier than the Glory Stompers. You know? A lot nastier. Yeah. This so one this one really pushed a lot of buttons. It was weird because it was angrier and more, more graphic, but it was preachier. And the biker gang was more docile. In a, in a weird way, they were, yeah. They were, it was very, I don't, they were like treading lines, and I was like, I don't think that works like that. Like, But there was a lot less overuse of the word man in this yeah. one. You know, that was before that became a word in our lexicon. You yeah, know? man! Before the Dennis Hopper method the Hopper acting. Effect, yeah. The Hopper effect that came into <laughs> fruition. Flush. Okay, yeah. so yeah. I, I, you know, what do you give it? I don't know. I'm running, because I did hate it. But then some parts of it were good. I'm going to go with a, a six. Just oh, well, I give it a six, too. Yeah. You know, so I was thinking... I, was going, I, I was thought you were going to go underwater. I was thinking the four to five range, but the, rea- you know, the reality of it is, you know, what, it's the beginning of this storyline for Billy Jack, yeah. and it's eh, whatever, so yeah. It is what it is. If you like biker movies, and you know, it's it's a good movie. Don't expect much more. It's 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 preachy, over the top, yeah, over oh a- overacted. But there's a lot of cool people that you'll recognize from other movies, and and um, so we're, we're at like we're at 56. Are we gonna do the other one? Yeah, we might as well go. Uh, let's do some trailers. I'm gonna we'll drop go, a we'll trailer do a break. quick Mondo Mod. Yeah, Mondo Mod movie. is gonna be about a five minute wrap up. So we'll be right back. Hey, hey, it's your old pal Krusty for my new pork sandwich, the Clogger. If you can find a greasier sandwich, you're in Mexico! (laughs) Let me, Emmanuel, teach you the secret joys of love. I will show you how to live for pleasure and how to make your most exciting fantasies come true. You will discover that nothing is wrong if it feels good and you will not be content until your life is truly alive with love. Paramount Pictures presents the all-new Emmanuel. The Joys of a Woman. Rated X. No one under 17 admitted. Bobby Joe and the Outlaw. She was a car hop who wanted to be a country singer. He was a hustler who dreamed he was Billy the Kid. I'll make love to me tonight. Just two young lovers who found out too late that once you hit the road, you can't go home again. Emma Dalton said, it made me a criminal. Bobby Joe and the Outlaw. Starring Marjo Gordon and Linda Carter. All they ever wanted was each other. Rob us a bank. But six cars, three states, and two banks later. Hey, all just your men in your respectable positions, and we take care of business. Every cop in America wanted them. All right, boys, if you don't come out in three seconds, we're going to let them have it. For a while, they had something. He knows what's going to happen. And then... Bobby Joe and the Outlaw, rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. There's been one great disaster after another. First came the fiend, then the birds. There was the day the earth stood still, and the day the earth caught fire. If it didn't come from another world, it came from beneath the sea. But now comes the greatest disaster film of them all, The Attack of the killer tomatoes. Can nothing stop this tomato onslaught? Yes, disaster fans, killer tomatoes. And the more you try to stop them, the messier things get. (laughs) The attack 
of the Keller Tomatoes with a cast of 3,642. The most terrifying movie ever, says Better Homes and Gardens. See! Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. The first disaster film that's truly a disaster. Rated PG. Hello, I'm my name is Borat. I am you in town. Don't uh, I, I say hello. And I Do not touch me. Do not get near my face. I kiss you. Yeah, you kiss me and I'll pop you in the fucking balls, okay? What the balls? Now here's something we hope you'll really like. I will go. Hey, go. and why don't you go to these new places that you can go check out our musings, as it were. Oh. If you like the way we speak, you might really love the way we type and write. Oh, you mean our blogs. We both have blogs that you oh should go my. to early and often. Aren't we clever young men? <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you what, though. Yours is like crazy popular. What? what People love comics, man. Destination Nightmare, my so, comic book blog. So what's the People web ad- love them. Yeah, what's the web address? What do you, how do they get oh, there? Oh, www.creatforever.com or just bl- or just Google Destination Nightmare oh, yeah. blog and you know, there's, a, there's a thousand postings on there with a thousand it's comic so book crazy. stories. And, and it, that yours is the top one on that search because it's, it's amazing. Like, yeah, there's a lot. so of much traffic. Mine, not so popular, but well, hey. You're starting. I'm starting out. Uh, you're the little engine that could. I'm hoping. Mine's called the Wannabe Hot Rodder. So, uh, yes. what is it? www.thewannabehotrodder.blogspot.com I think I don't know if the the is in front of it. Ugh. See, I, I don't know. I just write the post. Just, just Google it. You'll find it. It's on there. You I've done find it before. It. And you can go to my Destination Nightmare blog, and you can find the wannabe oh, hot rodder and all that. Just links. Stuff. And the creature feature and all our stuff. There's just links there. everywhere. So, yeah, links. why don't you go check out those blogs? Uh, if you're sitting in a cube farm somewhere, it's toiling away under the yes. under the oppression of the whip and the thumb. Yes. And, uh, you know, maybe, the man. It'll, maybe it'll brighten your day. The man, dude. Yeah, man, bringing you down. All right, we're back. All right, now this is... Uh, now... I picked this movie. Um, I don't know why. I found, I saw it or heard it or whatever. Yeah, I, I was care. wondering why. I thought there might have been like a race, the racing or the or the cars or the motorcycles no, in it. Or I, I thought maybe Big Daddy Roth might have been in it or somebody. But no, uh, I don't even know why. I don't even know where or how I heard of it or saw it. But I was like, eh. I like to always keep mixing stuff up, or I try. I good, mean, I know yeah, we all good. fit in our. We all kind of go back to our our comfort foods yes, and yes. stuff like that. Sure, but of course we do, yeah. I like to just pick wacky crap from who cares you know and this is one where i heard about it and i was like why not so we picked this movie mondo mod the hit mondo mod yeah yeah and um eh it was a whole big pile of who cares kind of in in the in the 60s we talked about it before there was a series of documentaries made they were like mondo movies which were like basically like showed you weird customs throughout the world like Mondo Cani, Mondo Bellordo, whatever. They would go to Italy. In Italy, they eat live snails. In yeah, Spain, wasn't that crazy? In Spain, they run through the streets where the bulls are attacking it was a them. Documentary kind of stuff. framing device that was also like showed risque stuff. Yes. Exactly. So under this label, you could show naked women doing very odd things in Asia because it's, it's a documentary kind of yeah, wink like a, like but a, you know like a National Geographic thing well in African you know women they their custom is to be topless so we can show that and get away with it yep Mondo Mondo Africa but yes. anyway so that's in that vein I was like okay because I don't I thought I didn't know a lot about some of that early mod culture that led into you know or was concurrent with the hippies and there was a lot going on. This is again. This one here is same thing as Born Losers. It's pre, 
hippie. Pre-super hippie. They call them the mods. It was like these yeah. these guys were like influenced by Britain. Yeah, very British. It was very yes. British influence, you know. So they, they were growing the long hair. And they were like, but they're wearing fashion as opposed to like, you know, ratty clothes. Yeah, and super fashion, uh, often seen riding matching scooters exactly. and gangs. Like there was scooter gangs for a while. Wrap your head around that one. But Well, that's like in Quadrophenia. You know, yeah. the mods in England were the bands that the Who were the band of. They were like, uh, you know, the they were the better looking. They were the stylish guys as opposed to the, the Teddy Boys, which were the, the, the 50s guys, oh. the 50s looking greasers and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. That was in Britain. So in England, in the U.S., I guess... The mod look we took like, it took off like early mo- the, like the monkeys or the or the middle Peter period be- Beatles with all the cool clothes before everybody right. got back to the country and dirty and yeah. whatever you know so I was like that's kind of cool it's interesting and then over the credits when you're getting into this little endeavor which is an hour and twelve minutes yeah thankfully the the credits basically show you everything from the movie except they just show it like quickly. Quickly, and then you get in the movie, and it's section by section by section, and it's just too long. Like at first, I was some of the sections were 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 cool. It's obvious some dudes just driving around with a camera, and they're like everybody's waving, waving and people are waving. They're like, hey, uh, whatever, and some girls are hiding their faces. Th- that's when people were friendly. They were just yeah, they were, you didn't have to scowl to live. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It was a weird time. Yeah, and um. It's, and it's talking about like, oh yeah, these hip young things, and they're talking about like the hip mod generation, and how they spend money on haircuts and how they wear nice fashions. The, what you're looking at doesn't really have that much to do with it, but I was interested because it's showing Hollywood, mm, California, 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 yeah, in, a, in, a, <laughs> in a in a in the '60s, and that's kind of cool it shit. Is, it is. It's cool it to is. see like Miami from the 70s yeah, and, sure, and stuff like that. When you go to these places that are very iconic and, and you just have some uh, Gonzo style footage where they're just showing you shit. You yeah. know? And it's not any action set piece or whatever. It's just showing you. It's very interesting to me. Yeah. Well, then it the voiceover is done by what's the guy's name? It was something... It was a DJ, right? Yeah, he, he said it was a DJ, but he's like... Humble Howie or Humble something. Humble Howie's uh, LA's radio, number one radio personality. Not Humble Howie, but Humble yeah. Howie. Or Humble Howie, or something like that. Hum- Harvey. Harvey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harvey. Humble Harvey or whatever like that. And in quotes, it said, LA's number one radio dis- dis- radio personality. Yeah, yeah, And right. I said, I think there's a reason there's quotes around that. It's because it's total <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, but well, anyway. Yeah. I think he was a well-known guy, but I mean, I, I don't know. He wasn't I the real Don Steele. I didn't live there. No, he's not the real Don Steele. He might have been before real So he's Don garbage Steel. to me. No, I'm I just know, kidding. I know, so, uh, and then now we just progress into them showing, like, things around America that are hip with this mod crowd, which are actually just whatever. Yeah, like, they show you like the Sunset Strip with all the clubs, and they cut to like a band that plays, you know, with like oh. with some stupid like dopey lead singer. The band was good. The lead singer was eh. the lead singer was horrible. But one of those bands, I'm not sure, uh, did they play two or there was the Gretchman? One? I, I I can't remember which one, but one of them had a guitar player named Steve Gaines. Uh-huh. Steve Gaines ended up being in Leonard Skinnerd. Oh, okay. Well. And died in the plane crash. One of the guys. So Steve Gaines was in that band, but I can't. Well, that, remember, I can't think of which one he was. The lead singer of that was the was most terrible. annoying. The band was good though. The guy yeah. was playing some nice leads. The keyboard was nice. You know, lead singer was like this over the top like. And this know, is whatever. where it starts to bog down, and you're like, how are we bogging down in, a, in an hour and twelve minute endeavor? Well, here's what they tried to do. 
like while the while the whatever men the Gretsch men are playing they show they like to show like nice like almost up the butt shots yeah of like go go girls you know but so and then there's just and they show they keep cli- like looping the same clips of people dancing yeah and boy the dancing was white back then I don't know but anyway and the thing about this movie too is like you, you know, it, it, these two guys that filmed it the uh, Vilmo Sigmund and uh, Lazo Kovacs were Hungarian immigrants that came to L.A. and they worked in a lot of the B movies. They did Al Adamson movies, uh, AIP, whatever. But later on, they became famous cameramen. They worked on Chinatown and all these... They're Academy Award-winning guys, but they got their start doing Mondo Mod and all these movies, okay. you know? So it's like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And, yeah. You know, they, so one of the, they worked on Dracula versus Frankenstein. And then, <laughs> and then five years later, they're doing Chinatown. So they're cutting whatever. their chops on this stuff. They're cutting their yeah. chops, yeah. And, uh, this and is why it looks nice. Yeah, well, and you know, but then the, everything is too long. Now, yes. maybe I'm uh, suffering from no, attention no, right, deficit. Right. But no, no, you're right, you're right. Because, like, right. then they show surfing, and I was like, this Forever. is kind of, no, this is kind of cool because I I never really watched surfers that were any good, and I, you know so I was like oh this is neat, not not twenty two no, minutes neat no, you know and that's the thing and you're like oh my god get to the next segment and then they show motorcycle racing or d- dirt bikes dirt bikes yeah and they're like oh this young hip mod and the guy they're showing is like forty five years old I'm like <laughs> I don't think he's in that demographic but whatever <laughs> and then they sped that film footage up to make it look like they were driving fast. Oh my God! It was so noticeable. It was like 180 yeah. percent sped up, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's. And then it cuts to like we were talking before the riots on Sunset Strip. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about the footage where you see the bus going through the middle and the cops arresting people. And we I'm sitting there racking my brain. I'm yeah. I'm like, uh, uh, you finish the story. I'm gonna just lead yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there like, oh, I saw this footage before, and there was I watched some documentary where somebody was talking about looking down and seeing somebody. But damn it, I can't fi- I can't like my pea brain was fried from drinking or whatever because <laughs> I knew the shots. I saw those exact shots in a different documentary. And I remember seeing somebody saying, yeah, man, like, so the cops locked me up and I looked down and then I saw, and I was like, was it John Lennon? Was it like, I couldn't think who it was. Who was it? You remember? Yeah, I remember the same documentary because when I told you, you went, yeah, that's it. And I got to go, you go, John, I got to tell you what it was. It was something about Peter Fonda that he was, he was in that melee and Sunset Strip and he got busted and taken on the paddy wagon bus or whatever and then the guy he saw outside and he yelled to his like hey man you know tell him whatever or whatever that i got arrested was bob denver was gilligan he was in there and the footage that we saw in that other documentary whatever it was i can't remember you actually saw bob Denver. it was like go-go dancers or something wasn't it like the the clubs of sunset strip it was a club uh, something it was some documentary about those and i was like oh there we go because i couldn't remember it for anything and I, it was a documentary about the Sunset Strip that we watched. It was a long documentary. Yeah, and they, yeah, that's it. You nailed it. I forgot what it was. It was a documentary about the Sunset Strip, about what happened from gangsters to hippies to, you know, realtors yep. or whatever. And they interviewed a bunch of people, including Peter Fonda. Because he was part of the this, entire yeah. footage. That's right. Okay. There we thanks, go. Thanks for filling that up. Closure. Yes. Thank God. Yes. And then they showed some dude who owned a boutique, which I'm sure was open for like 25 minutes. And then, uh, you know, then they show karate. Early karate. I was like, that's that's another thing. When they showed that, oh, I know why you picked it. I'm sure Bruce Lee's in this karate school. Not even. No, no. And there was no, again, I need to really drive home the point that there's no thought put into whatever I pick usually. Like, I just kind of flippantly go, that looks cool. I give you the benefit (laughs) of the doubt. That's the kind of guy I am. So, oh, then, uh, let's see. uh, And And then towards the end, there's like that guy... 
we're going to be talking to an LSD user and there's a guy in that hood or yeah, whatever. Yeah, named Don, and I said, King Don, question mark? No. The guy, I read, I read about it. The guy who played him, his name is William Rossler. He was a... He was, was he a wrestler? No, he was a porno, he was a porno guy. Oh, he'd been like Rossler the wrestler. No, no, no. So then, and then while that's going on, well, he's interviewing. There's some girl in this like psychedelic room. Doing some freak stripping. out, man. Here's Whoa. here's what stinks. That scene where she's stripping, and then the last scene where they're having some kind of a Weird. psychedelic orgy or party. They're trying the, to portray it, but it's not. Those are. I, I'm pretty sure I could. I, I stake my reputation as a whatever, as a <laughs> podcaster. That those two scenes, which is a heavy burden to carry, yeah, let me sure tell you. as hell is. You know, it carries a lot Come, of gravity. Coming up with so much truth week in and week out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure those two scenes were edited from uh, some some uh, R-rated or X-rated movies of the day that I've seen. Because I know that in like that one LSD, scene with a girl, the she de- say, yeah. yeah, like, you know, LSD, what did you do to me? And then yeah, they, where she's like, has an orgy, then eats a baby and kills herself, you know. Yeah, and then the last one where the girls are in the, in the, in the they're taking their, and they're dancing. That's from another X-rated, R-rated exploitation movie. I yep. can't remember which ones they Which were. who cares? So, and uh, like, this really just ends. And, and you're like, yeah. thankful that it ends, sure. you know. I, I was I was playing guitar while it was going on, not listening to much. I was hoping for more, and and it was just like these kind of things do have their place. These these are more of an accurate time capsule at times than what the news shows you when they talk about the '60s or you know CNN wrapping up the '70s and you it's a ten part miniseries which I have taped but I haven't watched yet. Tivoed and um yeah. It can be they can be neat because they show a darker side of stuff or stuff that isn't mainstream. This one just didn't work. It, it, it was very uh, what, back, a, what a, you back know. Back in the '60s, it was probably like a big deal because people like living in Oklahoma, like King. Look Don, at those crazy people. Yeah, I wouldn't have known anything. Now it just seems kind of quaint, kind of like the way you felt a little bit about the Born Losers after seeing rougher and worse things. It's kind of even though it, the movie was kind of rough for its time, it, it is kind of dated yeah. a lot. So, a lot. I don't know, I'm going to give this a five right down the middle. Yeah, I'm with you. I could take I it almost went to a four because it's like, it bleh, who cares? But I, I mean, if it would have shown the unedited scenes, it would have gotten like, you know, a point or two for me because, oh, okay, we're going to see the girls like, in, in you know, unedited. Yeah, because they were Unedited, even, but they were edited. Because they even shoehorned in when the guy was talking about acid. He's like, oh, I'm big acid head or whatever. They even showed like... This is a simulated thing of what happened. And they showed some stripper. And she's taking her clothing off. She was very attractive. Sure, she was a very sure. beautiful woman. Sure, sure. But she just took her dress off and she's sitting there with bra and panties. And you're like, and? There's more. There's more to that scene. And? You're like, okay, so. There's more. That's that it. Scene. You know, basically. We hit the 60s. We, we revisited the 60s. We have two that are kind of on the fence. You don't got to see them. But if you want to go check them out. Uh, we suggest you check them out if, if you really seem interested by what we just said. <laughs> or just listen to what we said, and then that's good, too. All right, that's it for this week. My name is Matt with me, as always. Dr. Morbius. And we'll see you next week with more shenanigans, maybe of Russian descent from my perspective, on my mm, choice. I don't know. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Life sucks. It does? Yeah. But you know what makes life better? What's that? The Creature Feature with Doc oh. and Clown. You're right. Hey, you know, you bring up a very, very good point. Uh, when you're feeling down, you know, why don't you just go over to YouTube and in the search bar, just type in uh, Creature Feature with Doc and Clown. 
Yeah. It'll make your day brighter because it's us showing yeah. you, presenting you an old style creature feature. Uh, you know. Yeah, from like the olden days with cool movies. We're like a ray of sunshine in your dark, miserable, horrible life in your mother's basement. Yikes. Grim. But we also have lots of other stuff. Uh, you know, like we found some old public uh, access shows that I used to do, and there's all kinds of wacky stuff going on there. There's Darth Vader dancing with Ultraman. So it's not just creature features. There's all kinds of exciting stuff. And hey, while you're doing that, go on the internet, go on to Facebook, and join the... Uh, Creature Feature with Doc and F- Clown uh, Facebook page. Hell yeah. It's fun for the whole family. You'll be glad you did. Thank you.